This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Mike Hawk. Want more Men's Room content? Follow the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app and check out my live stream, A Moment with Mike Hawk and Nothing in Particular with Steve the Thrill Hill. Going live Thursdays and Fridays at 1 exclusively on the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app. Part of the minute's drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the uh, drink desk and see the throw hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast a random couple that happened to be on a beach in Australia. I don't know if they were from Australia. I don't know if they were simply visiting, but they got that kind of once-in-a-lifetime thing that's not important, but on some level, we'd all like to do it. They found a message in a bottle. All right. Right, the thing, you hear about it all the time when you're a kid. And so the thing, it washed up there, and so they unscrewed the top. Why the hell not? They had to empty out some of the sandy contents from the inside so they could actually read the note inside. And this is what the note said, quote, Here lies the ashes of Jeffrey. If found, please throw the bottle into outgoing tide so I can continue my journey. Yeah, without knowing it, they actually emptied Jeffrey's uh, ashes onto oh. the beach. Well, that's probably oh. where he wanted to be anyway. Yeah, they just popped it open and we're like, oh, let's dump it out. Nah, he, he wanted to continue his journey, Miles. The problem is, I think as it just settled, you know, the note goes to the bottom. They didn't know. Read it and then felt bad immediately. Like, Uh-oh. Sorry, Jeffrey, your journey has ended. Why did they tell anybody? I, you know what? Yeah, I think I'd have kept my mouth shut like, oh, damn, bro. Jeffrey is, he's on this beach. Your journey has ended. But, yeah, I would have just thrown the note away. <laughs> But we pour the spoons and we drink the spoons because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola. The men's room presents Profile This. Hey, Steve with Throw Hill. please tell everyone how Profile This is played? Oh, I sure can, Miles. It is a very simple game that we play where I will read you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here. I'm playing it. Earth, 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 Earth. And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people, and more importantly, the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Oh, hang on, sorry. Hello, Eric. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. All right, Eric, you understand how this year game is played. I certainly do. All right, fantastic. You have your choice of one of three stories. We have Bite Me. In other words, what did someone find in their food? Animalize This, where you guess the animal responsible for causing the problem. And finally, Interior Decorating, where you guess the foreign object that ended up on the inside of someone. Uh, let's do Bite Me. All right, here is your story. A restaurant in Mexico City got itself into trouble with local officials. Now, the restaurant posted video 
on Facebook of a new taco they were offering for $27. The problem is that the protein slash meat they offered in the tacos is illegal to sell in Mexico. Now, after authorities were alerted to the situation, federal environmental protection officers, they did raid the restaurant and they seized the corpses, as they call it, of four of the creatures that were actually ready to be served on the tortillas. These things were dead. They're about to be uh, served. Now, the restaurant in question is already offers up tacos with grasshoppers, worms, scorpions, and ant eggs. So what did they offer up that actually got them into trouble? Was it snake meat, tarantula meat, dog meat, or locust meat? So snake, tarantula, dog, or locust. What were they offering up in their new tortillas for $27 a pop? Hmm. Did you say, did you say ant eggs? Ant eggs. I will say, last time my wife and I were in Mexico City, about a year and a half ago, we did try grasshoppers. It tasted like popcorn. They really weren't bad. The The hardest part about it is they look exactly the same. Because my kids both got it from the table to the left. That's not a joke. They were like, no way, dude. And I'm like, I'll try one. It, it tasted fine. Was there like some lime and salt on them? Yeah. I mean, honestly, God, dude, if you got, like, your buddy Cobb, right, when he does a specialty popcorn. Yeah. Like, those kinds of seasonings, and it was actually kind of limey, cilantro, and a sure. little spicy. I'm yeah. going to go, um, Eric, I'm going to go tarantula. I'm with Miles. I don't just, that just, also the carcass, like, it, that just seems like it fits on there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like snake meat is eaten a lot of places. I can't imagine that being ruled out. I feel like yeah, you uh, eat what, ant what, eggs. What were the other ones? Dog. Yeah, snake, tarantula, dog, or locust? Tarantula, dog, or locust? Uh, I'm going to go with tarantula. We're all in. Okay. All right. Let's find out what was in the tacos. Was it snake, tarantula, dog, or locust next? Oops. That was a tease. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Five categories by me on profile. This we got a restaurant in Mexico City. They got in trouble. They were uh, posting a picture of one of their newest menu items, mm-hmm. which was a specialty meat in their tacos. But apparently it was illegal to sell that. So the question is, what were the tacos? Were they snake, tarantula, dog, or locust? And Eric, that is the very question that we posed to you. Now, you answered last, but Miles, you went with tarantula. Yep. Ted, you agreed, said tarantula. And you said, I like the point you made. You said they described what was found as corpses. Yeah. Right? So, okay. And then, uh, Eric, you agreed and said, man, tarantula. You guys are all correct. Harry Tacos. Yeah, just because I feel like that would still be served on a tortilla. As I'm opposed to snake meat would just be like I normally have it with meat. pasta. I feel like, and I don't know, but tarantulas are fairly prevalent in Mexico, so I don't know if it's more like, you know, you go to different countries, people eat dog, people eat horse. In the States, it ain't going to happen, right? Because we have a certain affinity and we have a certain number of them around. 
And so I don't know if in Mexico, Mexico City specifically, they're like, no, dude, that's kind of our prize. That's our thing. Yeah. That's our prize spot. It's all I can guess, but uh, I hate to say it. I would try it. Spiders freak me out. Yeah. I would hope that it doesn't just look like a tarantula. I've never had a bad bug. To eat if it was prepared. To be. I, I have not yet. Right. And, and, and prepared and... Not my, my, daughter used, my daughter used to get them all the time in Thailand when she lived there. And you said so that like she street, said they were pretty fantastic. Insects yeah. Are, are, yeah, they have them in like a big, basically a wok, and they just roast them all up, toast them, and put them in a bag like uh, peanuts. Or but what's so stupid is, like, <laughs> I would try a roasted scorpion. And even though it's an arachnid like a spider, for whatever reason, it bugs me less. I don't but aren't know you why supposed to eat your enemies? Yeah, but, man, I don't know. something about spiders that just really freaking bugs I'm with you. I couldn't eat snake. Right, you're not going to eat snake. Even, well, what if it did not? They said it's snake meat, but the presentation it looks like little don't pieces tell of. Yeah. Right, just make them a snake could meat I, soup. And don't could tell I ever tell you? So I'd I'd had, you man, yes. remember we were out last week, dude, and you had those delicious tacos, and you got thirds. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that white meat was so good. God. Yeah, it was snake. <laughs> now for all TV news all the time, and it's time for TV time with Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV Time with Ted. Ah. All right, your choices today, you got the Jimmys, Kimmel and Fallon, Seth Meyers, Writers, all right, or Ted Smith. Is it Ted or is it late night? It's right there in the title. Now, Kemble Fallon, writers, Ted, and you. Ted. Okay, all right, all right. Right there, the title is, guys have teams of talented writers that come up with their monologues each and every night. It is up to you to determine, is this an actual late-night joke and from whom, or could it be a The Ted Smith original? Uh, Vladimir Putin plans to run again for the next year's presidential election. Oh, sorry. I'm if real. Putin wins, he will serve his fifth term as president. And if he loses, he will spend his fifth term as president. I'm going to guess Fallon. Uh, yeah, foul. It is foul. Some news from overseas. I read that Vladimir Putin plans to run again in next year's presidential election. And somehow Putin is also leading Biden in five swing states. Yeah. I don't know. If Putin wins, he'll serve his fifth term as president. And if he loses, he'll serve his fifth term as president. New poll asked if a movie should have intermissions. In the theaters, 24% of people said if it's over three hours long, then yes. And then another 12% said all movies should have an intermission. The poll was sponsored by the Committee for Overactive Bladders. <laughs> Lee Ted Smith. Yeah, that was me. Damn it. Well, That's a good joke. Look, For some reason, I'm picturing Fallon saying that. As someone who likes to get up and use the bathroom and maybe grab something to eat or drink or whatever. I, I, five minutes. If, look, if it's if it's a three hour movie, I think they should have an intermission. I, I don't think you need an intermission in a two hour movie. No, no. I mean, and, you're, no, and that's no. the thing. If I go to the movie theater, I'm with you. Like at home, it's one thing to get up. But it's like the movie theater. Like you're sitting there. Like just watch a damn movie. I think they should do it by director. Martin Scorsese probably need an intermission. James Cameron probably need an intermission. Yeah, because like, they always do these super long movies that make it. Most movies, I think we all agree, two hours is kind of our maximum before I got to pee. Yeah, when I saw Gettysburg in the theater, there was an intermission. How that, long was that? First thing I look at when I rent a oh, movie at home. Hours. Damn. Yeah. If I'm at home. I'm like, ooh, two thirty. Oh, I don't. Maybe another night I watch this. Mark Zuckerberg tore his ACL while training for an MMA event. The doctor was like, <laughs> seriously, how'd you hurt him? 
Reuters. Fallon. Fallon. Damn it. I saw that Mark Zuckerberg just announced that he tore his ACL while training for an upcoming MMA fight. <laughs> the doctor was like, <laughs> seriously, how'd you hurt yourself? He's a pretty athletic dude, man. That's, that's, I know, but you look at him, you're still like... I have confidence. I, look, he is, and he has, well, I think he has like a blue belt or whatever in jiu-jitsu, but it's yeah. still funny. He's, he's a nerd from Harvard that started Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stole Facebook, Ted. Stole it. Yeah, you're right. If you watch the movie. Uh, he, he stole yeah. it. <laughs> the fastest runner in the New York City Marathon finished in just under two hours and five minutes. A full ten minutes faster than if he had just taken the bus. Yeah. Foul. Myers. The fastest runner in the New York City Marathon finished the course in just under two hours and five minutes, a full ten minutes faster than if he had taken the bus. <laughs> All right. Uh, this actress, she wouldn't recognize her name. She wasn't like a superstar or whatever, but she, uh, she was t- retelling a story about working on Friends. Her name is Lisa Cash. Uh, now, to her credit, she does kind of call Matthew Perry Chandler a couple times in retelling of the story. But it's a pretty good story about a character twist they had in the show. And Matthew Perry was smart enough to speak up about it. The scene was Chandler and Monica were arguing in Vegas about Monica having lunch with Richard. And Chandler goes up to the hotel room, orders room service. And I bring it up as a hotel worker. And we end up talking and laughing and connecting. And Chandler ends up cheating on Monica with my character. We had rehearsed it and everything, and then the day before we were shooting in front of a live audience, I was told that Chandler went to the writers and said the audience will never forgive him for cheating on Monica, which he was probably right. (laughs) That would have changed possibly the course of the show and of his character. Yeah, that's a good call. Which is hard to do because you're the actor. You don't want to go to the writer or to Mm -hmm. the writers and be like, hey, we shouldn't do this, and especially the day before. But she's right. Like that was such a big line in that movie. Also, I don't know why I've been thinking about it since I listened to that earlier today. I'm like, like I get having lunch with your ex, but I don't know. If we're in Vegas, I don't know if I'd be pumped. If I'm having lunch with my ex in Vegas, what I would tell you guys before I go to it, I'm going to go hook up with my ex, right? I mean, to me, that's what Vegas screams. Yeah, I don't know why. Right? Yeah, just, I remember lunch at my Vegas yeah, in, for some reason, in Louisiana. For some reason, fine, for some LA, reason a lunch date seems strange in Vegas. That's what I'm saying. going to get a coffee. Like, no. Like, I'm going to we're get gonna a show. We're going to go to dinner. We're, gonna, we're in Vegas. Even if you live there, I just still feel like that's the... Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, we're on vacation. Like, come on. Not the time. Not, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? All right, they're going to announce the sexiest man alive. They might have already announced it. Uh, obviously, His name people, is Thrill, we know. People Magazine, uh, they've been doing it for a while. Uh, there's been multiple, you know, uh, multi-time winners and stuff. But here's some kind of facts. And a lot of times, uh, people that win this award, obviously, are uh, TV actors or movie actors. Well, sure. So in 2014, Kate Upton became people's only sexiest woman alive. That year's sexiest man was Chris Helmsworth. Hmm. I don't. Uh, know. Thor. Okay. Yeah. I look. If you say the last know, right? last name Helmsworth, it's just like yeah, attractive. It, it, right. It could be either brother. Yeah. They I wonder if there's an ugly like brother or cousin. Don't you just don't know him. They don't talk about him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know Liam? Shh. Yeah. He's, he's in Tasmania. He's, he's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Shift him off. <laughs> right. I like that the idea. He's like, I'm down at the pub. 
<laughs> I'm right here, Chris. Uh, back in 1993, Cindy Crawford and Richard Gere were named uh, sexiest couple of the year. It's the only time that ever happened. Honestly, uh, granted, I was only 12. I didn't know they actually dated. I thought they were just in a movie together. I did get Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford is still beautiful. Yeah, she is. All the uh, Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she's still probably one of the main reasons I'll enjoy a Pepsi. <laughs> yep, good branding. It works. <laughs> How can we get white people to buy it? Yeah. Cindy Crawford. Uh, let's see. 1988, honoree John F. Kennedy Jr. was one of the only not two non-entertainers to win Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, can you guess who the other one is? Non-entertainer. What year? What year? 1980. Uh, this guy won in 2015. 2015, non-entertainer. So entertainer, does that also encompass sports as well? It does not. That's okay. a big hit. Beckham. Good call, Mike. Oh, oh Mike. Nice Beck's, work. Beck's one in, uh, you know a sexy man when you see one. Well, no, Mike voted, right for Mike right. voted for him. Mike voted for him. I would also highly recommend people watch that do- uh, documentary on Netflix. On my wife watched it. If you name a documentary on Netflix and more involves sports people, my wife has watched it. Mike, you were just talking about the Kelsey thing. Oh, yeah. My wife has watched it pretty religiously. Has good things to say about it. She watched the Beckham one. I have watched neither. Have you watched Swamp Dogs or Swamp Kings? The <laughs> no. one on Florida football. I, no, 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 somebody no, no, recommended no. that. It's good. It's a little bit of a uh, uh, butt kiss job to to Urban Mer- Meyer. No, then I won't. And if you watch it, you'll. And they leave out a lot. They leave out, you know, murder, murderers. They leave out the giant racist dude. Leave out a lot of bar fights and this and that. And uh, yeah, it's just also like I, I don't know. It just it's Urban Meyer trying to defend all the craziness that went Gainesville's on. Gainesville's kind of a lawless little town. It is. It is, and I talked to some people uh, this weekend in Texas that are that were from Gainesville. There's a lot of secrets in that town, like Tom Petty. Uh, Tom Cruise was the youngest. He won Sexiest Man Alive when he was 27 back in 1990. That's the youngest age something's yep. done that. Huh? Sean Connery was the oldest. He was 59 when he won it in 89. I'm like a sexy, like a fine bourbon. That man. I'm a sexy <laughs> man. It's a scotch, Mike. And then there's uh, there's four dudes that have won two time. Sexiest man alive. Ryan Reynolds. Hold on. Not hold one on, of them. Hold on. George Clooney. Hold George Clooney is one. Brad Pitt is two. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm going to get someone like, uh, uh, not Jeff Goldblum. Who's the other guy that people like? Uh, oh, God. We were just talking about one of them. Oh. Helmsworth. Chris. Richard Gere. Oh, damn. Richard Gere. And then the last one, everyone, a woman loves him. I have it on good authority that he does smell. Brad Pitt. Good or bad? I already said that. Sorry. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, oh, right. God. It's sad know. that the clue is he stinks. Uh, I mean, if for nothing what? else, he smokes cloves. It also doesn't shock me. That's kind of his character is he's the odd bad boy. He's a pirate. Right. You know, like, he's a real-life pirate. He's going to stink. He's not a real-life pirate. I'm just saying, that's what he's him. going for. He's always got on, like, five shirts, the, uh, all scarf, the jewelry. Right, all that jewelry and stuff. Like, I, sometimes when you interview a band, I'm just like, how long does it take you to get dressed, dude? Yeah. It probably smells like liquor, yeah. too. Yeah, because, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some ba- I like bands. You see a guy backstage, he's got on, like, a cutoff t shirt or whatever. But some of those, like, lead singers and stuff, I'm like, look, I get it. You're a rock star, but seriously, it must take you forever to get dressed in the morning. And, like, it does. And, Ted, I get more ass than you will ever see in your life. And that's why mm-hmm. I will spend two. And a half hours putting on five shirts, 15 necklaces, and saying this word over and over. How do I say this? <clears throat> Savange. Wait, no, no, do it again. Yeah. Savange. My man's and hawking cologne. 
Try to put a little spritz on there. This, this is, is a, all alleged. No, but but here's the thing <laughs> about the cologne. This is the guy who notoriously, along with Brad Pitt and oh, I can't remember the other actress, but someone notoriously smell bad in Hollywood. And you can still pick them to pitch a cologne to convince people you'll smell good, even though they are known specifically for smelling bad. Yeah, and you right, still yeah. get paid. Thank you, Ted. We appreciate it. You're listening to The Men's Room. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go to Michigan, where a running deer knew the perfect store to crash into. Meanwhile, to Florida, where a Taco Bell order is stolen off a porch by Winnie the Pooh. Australian man brings the wrong snake home to show his kids. Taking a car for a valet joyride? Yeah, that's something the most hotels forbid. And a police chief is injured in a crash after leaving a reckless driving news conference. It's time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. Here's my cock. All right, our top star, we go to lovely Baltimore where a valet really enjoyed his job. Hey, don't get out Baltimore because we did what we did. Right up until he didn't. Uh, he was going about his day parking cars for the hotel that he works at when he got the opportunity to park a badass Audi RS7 sports car. Luxury car, actually. But unfortunately for the car's owner, the valet driver took the opportunity to take the luxury car on a little joyride. He rolled about the area and eventually found himself at a nearby convenience store parking lot to show off his temporary rig at a local car meet. He took Jeez. the doggone car to a meet. While peacocking with the other car owners, the valet driver ended up in the back seat of the Audi at some point. When a very Baltimore thing happened, three people jumped into the car, flashed a handgun, and stole it from him. <laughs> very Baltimore. You're damn right. Man, that's a Seattle thing through and through. Police eventually tracked down the car and impounded it. When the owner finally got to it, he found a completely destroyed brand new Audi RS7. Like, he bought this thing and then drove to Baltimore. And he says, quote, they destroyed the whole body. The doors don't even open. There's a full can of gas spilled in the car. Okay, that's Baltimore. <laughs> but the stealing of the car. And the straight-up beatdown that they laid on it? Yeah, that's Baltimore way right there. Damn right. No mercy at all, damn it. I'm going to let up one little bit. No mistakes made. Son of a gun. In other news, down in Florida, where uh, ring cam footage identified a porch pirate. A local resident opened their door to find a severe lack of food on the porch that they had ordered from Uber Eats to the tune of $45 worth of Taco Bell. And $45 of Taco Bell, they were eating a Thanksgiving dinner, dude. That's getting it done. That's getting it done right there. Dismayed, they checked the ring camera footage to find the perpetrator, and their suspicions were confirmed. They had a feeling they knew who stole it, and they were absolutely right. Turns out, a nearby critter was able to sniff out the delicious meal and took it upon themselves to make off with the bag. There's no getting the food back from this particular critter. However, as it was a massive bear that took the easy route for dinner that night. That's why you let them. Right. Who's stealing my number? Oh, have fun with that. Actually, we had our uh, the kids wanted. I like wanted. the fire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, we got we got home yesterday. Just whatever. Traveling to Baltimore. Everyone's tired. We're not making dinner. Kids, what do you want? They decide five guys. Nice. Fine. We will get a DoorDash or whatever the hell we did. And they got our address wrong. So, uh -oh. but they take a picture of where they left it. Yep. So I told my wife, I go, man, that's next door. And my neighbor's an idiot. And they don't live there. <laughs> so and they have like one of those, I don't know, they got a camera. Why are you on my property? Because they delivered because my the food goddamn food to your property. Right. That is why. 
Don't be an ass. Don't make it a homicide. Be cool. Be cool. It ain't worth it. Two burgers, an order of fries, two milkshakes, and one Coca-Cola. I did not get anything from Five Guys. Is this the one that you guys have been dealing with? Yeah, but they don't live there. That's why it's right. like, look, man, we, whatever. The food was delivered there. And my wife instantly said, you know we're going to hear about it. And I'm like, there's nothing for us to hear. If you don't understand a delivery to the wrong address, then she's dumber than I thought she was. Right. And I did not think there was a bottom to that. Like, come on, man. Dear God. Yeah, so I want to grab the goddamn food from a kid. Man, I want to be there when you guys You got a problem with my kids and deal with me. Right. Right? That's my issue on that one. Feed my not, family, Dad. Yeah. Dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm being nice when I say that. I'm being very nice when I say that. She's worse than either of those descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what you said about her off air. You said worse. <clears throat> to Australia, where a hiker is lucky to be alive. He was out of the local wilderness uh, enjoying nature when he came across a diamond python. What, Harmle- what is that? A harmless diamond python. Hmm. Right? Harmless, well, We'll see. Yeah, harmless. <laughs> Wanting to take the reptile home and show his kids for whatever reason. Hey, kids, I found this snake in nature that I brought home. What? He was able to capture the snake, but not without earning himself a little bite in the process. Which, if you're going to capture a snake, you're going to get a little bite. You're fine. Thinking not of, nothing of it, he continued uh, home and showed his kids his new prize. But things took a turn when he became violently ill and needed to go to the hospital. Problem was, Ted, it wasn't the diamond python that he found. You know this. It's a very poisonous, broad-headed snake that looks very similar to the diamond python. Mm-hmm. We all know that, man. That's the the, the classic, you know, milk snake, coral snake thing. Oh, yeah. Same situation. Same I don't situation. have that problem. Leave them both alone. The story said poisonous, so I wrote it down. But I, I know. The I, same just, thing, I know that people are going to text. Venomous. We, we know. know. That's right. the only reason I corrected. And just, just know that I only put it down there because the news story said poisonous. I know it's venomous. Don't worry. I'm the guy that it's the first to correct people on that. But it's like, <laughs> the story said poisonous, so it might as well. You know, maybe there was something I didn't know. Maybe it had a doggone, you know, Sheen on its doggone body. That don't bring up Sheen. You I, read yeah, the quotes I, I earlier. Read the text. Come on. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Snake After, looks different to me now, mate. <laughs> Has my cat been here? <laughs> <laughs> you got a hairless cat. <laughs> Set on my snake. Rubbing his sheen on this snake. <laughs> <laughs> After several hours under medical care, he was able to go back home. The snake was found by authorities and returned to his habitat. Thank God. Men's room sports. It's a little bit dry out there for you guys tonight, but don't worry. We do have some college football on right now over on ESPN CBS Sports on ESPN2 if you'd like to watch. Also, in the world of hockey, your Seattle cracking down in Arizona, taking on the Coyotes in just very few minutes. That'll be over on Root Sports if you'd like to go on and check that out. And that's it for your local sports and news. With that, Mike Hawkins. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Lovely Taryn Daly's up next. We'll see you next time for the return of Who Sucks Less. Yes, indeed. It's all true. But in the meantime, we hell. <laughs> We be all about this bitch for 180 seconds or so. So until then, please do what you do best. And until then, for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. The men's room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. Oh, man! A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.